Hello, April Lopino, Vice President of Human Resources, also Keeley Life Leader, here to welcome you to this section of Keeley Life Podcast. These podcasts are designed to have conversations surrounding our mission of sustaining a culture of health and well-being for all Keeleyans and their families, as well as supporting our pillars of HEAL, where we focus on mental health, physical fitness, nutritional habits, and financial well-being. This is where we take a deep dive in discussing the total well-being of each and every one of our Keelians and how we make a path to a better version of themselves. We want to take this opportunity to provide resources to all. So please sit back and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to this episode of Keely Life Podcast, where we're going to talk about the mental effect on physical health. We have yours truly, Melissa Swank, with us. Good morning, Hi. Melissa. Good morning, April. How are you? Great. So glad to have you and can't wait to dive on in. Yeah, I know. This is really an interesting topic. I think everyone thinks about it differently than, you know, it's just fun to talk about this type of thing. Absolutely. Um, in other Keeley Life conversations, we've heard about being physically active improves our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, are you saying that the reverse is true too? Yes, that's part of the reason I find this so interesting is because we typically think about, you know, being physically active helps us, you know, relieve stress and improves our our mental health. And so we think of it as this unidirectional way, right? Like the physical health then affects your mental health. But there's also some significant evidence to show that mental health and mental wellness uh, can affect your physical body as well. Um, People, in fact, people living with diagnosed mental mental illness are actually more likely to suffer from a range of chronic physical conditions too. Uh, so it's clear that there is a mind-body connection that goes beyond this like stress relief and really manifests as some physical ailments. Wow. Can, can you tell a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, mental illness, it's been found that really uh, it can affect you in two different ways. First, the actual illness has been shown to to change some of the physical components of your health. So it may alter your hormone balance or um, it could change your sleep cycles uh, and make it challenging for you to get enough rest and sleep. Um, And then also it can be related to some of the medications that are taken with mental illness and those can cause weight gain or even heart irregularities. So those physical components can be as a result of the disease itself or as a result of some of the treatments of the disease. Um, And really it's that experiencing that negative mental status can also be because um, when you are in in those moments of feeling mental illness or, or the lack of mental wellness, you don't necessarily make those healthy choices for yourself. Um, People with depression are less likely to be active. They're they're more likely to have chronic fatigue or insomnia. They may um, choose to uh, not eat as healthy, those types of things. So um, those can also manifest as um, physical ailments if they compound on one another. So it, can we think of it from the other side too? So does mental health, the status of your, your mental wellness, can it positively impact too? And what are those ways on your physical health? Yeah. So frequently a lot of the literature talks about, you know, the mental illness and then it's, it's ramifications. But we also know that maintaining mental health can improve your physical health as well. So um, by reducing your stress, um, by 
engaging in activities that bring you mental health, those can lower your heart rate, which can affect your cardiovascular and respiratory systems. Um, it improves immune function when you reduce um, your, your mental strain. So when you're promoting mental health, those types of things, you can actually improve your immune function. Your body works better to keep you healthy. Yeah. So, so regarding um, your mental state, um, can you, okay, so, so say that you don't focus on that mental wellness piece, right? So you are having these ailments occur when you're starting to see your physical health decline, even though you're still being physically active, right? You're still keeping your same um, routine schedule of exercise and whatnot. Can you counteract it or are you still going to see um, that there's a lack of response on your, your physical you know, fitness or actual physical appearance because you haven't taken care of your mental state. Yes. And that's a real challenge, right? Because um, they sort of um, feed, it's a, a vicious cycle when you get into a system where you're not, you're experiencing some mental illness or mental distress. And then you're, while you haven't changed any of your habits, uh, you may be experiencing something that like weight gain. In fact, um, in fact, something as simple as stress that we all experience daily. Um, and sometimes that can be good stress. You know, you, you got a deadline, you got to get to it. Um, but that chronic stress, even if you change nothing, your body starts to get into this fight or flight mentality of I've got to retain food. My body is very stressed out. I've got to make sure that I have enough energy. So you may start to gain weight, even though you've changed nothing. Uh, and so focusing on mental health in those moments is extra critical and to sort of stop that cycle, to keep yourself from going down the, okay, I'm experiencing a mental challenge and now I'm experiencing this physical challenge, which is making me even possibly more stressed or even just depressed or anxious. And then that feeds back into itself. So really interjecting. And, and there are some ways to interject. Um, first of all, if you feel like you are depressed or anxious or um, in, in need of some mental health assistance, definitely go see somebody. Um, there are lots of resources that you can use. Um, through the EAP, there are some. Keely Life also have, offers a lot of options in terms of learning more. Um, but there are things that you can do for yourself. So just taking a moment for some mindfulness uh, to reduce some of that mental stress. And mindfulness doesn't need to be an hour of meditation. Mindfulness can be five minutes of breathing or even a minute of breathing just to take down your heart rate a little bit. And that will affect your physical body. It changes the way uh, your body reacts, right? So when you reduce your heart rate, your blood pressure goes down, uh, you can start to feel the lack of stress there. Um, also focusing on eating well. A lot of people don't see that correlation. How does eating well affect my body? But there's a lot of evidence that the standard American diet or SAD diet, as they call it, um, which tends to be highly processed, low nutrient, high calorie diets are directly correlated with higher levels of depression and anxiety. So the reverse is true as well um, by focusing on if you're experiencing any of these, really remembering to take care of yourself um, and eat the right foods, remembering to eat lots of uh, whole fruits and vegetables, whole grains, um, healthy fats like seed um, and nut fats um, and lean proteins, those will help you uh, manage it as best as you possibly can.
I think one positive thing that's, you know, happened from, from COVID is the fact that we have put a more emphasis on mental health and providing resources for folks and making it part of our common language. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, we have, we have um, um, gone over that small hurdle, but I still think um, for some folks, you know, depending on your, your age and, and whatnot, you still don't want to talk about it, right? Yeah. Um, some, some males even, you know, I've, I've heard this prior, they don't feel like it's, you know, manly to talk about it or that they don't have, um, any, you know, um, issues that can't affect them. Right. But I mean, a, a men, your mental health, it, it, it doesn't uh, matter who you are, right. What age you are, what gender, et cetera. Um, it can have an effect on you. And a lot of people don't really, um, maybe know the signs to look for. Right. And so I think, you know, this this conversation is really important because you can start to actually see physical signs that, you know, hey, maybe, you know, maybe that's your alarm. I need to really start focusing here because I haven't changed anything, um, you know, in my routine and I'm starting to see, you know, physically, um, you know, physical changes. And so kind of can, can you talk through that? Absolutely. Yeah. So some of the things that you might notice are, you know, restlessness. You suddenly can't feel at ease or you start to feel insomnia um, where you can't sleep. Um, Sleep is a huge component to maintaining mental health. um, And it also directly affects your body's ability to recover. That's the time when your body sort of fixes itself and regenerates. So if you're noticing um, a uh, persistent insomnia, or you're just sort of withdrawing. You can also notice this in other people around you. If people just don't seem like they want to engage anymore or um, aren't really um, acting the same way they normally act, those are all triggers. Even in yourself, if you notice that you're just finding that you're not really interested in things that normally interest you, uh, those can also be signs. And I wanted to comment on one of the things you said because I really thought it was powerful that COVID has brought to light that mental health is incredibly important. And I think, I, I frequently say this, that um, you know we all, a lot of us, hopefully many of the people who are listening, um, didn't get COVID, right? A lot of us did not get COVID, but we still hunkered down in our homes and we still withdrew socially and didn't go out. Um, and we all experienced what it felt like to be quote unquote healthy, but not well. Uh, We all felt something missing and it was no fault of our own. It's not that you were less of a person. Um, It's because there exists a need for something greater than just not being sick, right? Um, And so I I love that Kili Life focuses on that mental pillar that that we really take into account and, and, you know, identify and really focus in on the importance of maintaining mental health. The other thing that I wanted to share was um, I love talking about Michael Phelps, who happens to be um, the most decorated Olympian of all time and who also struggles with mental health. So if you want to think about uh, masculinity or these archetypes of of what does it mean to be kind of a, a powerful, strong male, I mean, to have an Olympian come out and say, you know, this is something I struggle with, I think to me that proves that it doesn't mean anything about who you are or that you are less of or more of a person if you realize that you need to intervene on your own behalf to improve mental wellness. Great point. And um, everybody likes, you know, to have a, a, a physical person that they can think of, right, that may have experienced too, because that, you know, we tend to 
feel that people aren't human, you know, when we see it, oh, that's, that can't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, what are some just, you know, you mentioned a few earlier, but what are some tips that we can try today, try right now to start um, our path to improving our mental health? Because I think everybody's mental health can be improved, right? Whether you, whether you think you have, you know, um, a problem or you're starting to see these signs, I think that if we actually took the time and focused on it, like we do um, eating healthy or exercising um, daily, that it, it would have a positive effect all, all around. So what are some of those tips, Melissa? Yeah, so just like you mentioned, eating healthy foods, and we talked about staying away from that sad diet, um, <clears throat> and also being more active are two key ways. Another one is getting enough sleep, and I mentioned sleep a little bit earlier, but um, enough is really seven to nine hours for adults. And I'm I would hazard to guess that a lot of people on this call get closer to six hours um, and they may think, I, I function just fine. Uh, but really uh, committing to getting enough sleep um, is critical to being the best version of yourself. Uh, and it really ap- uh, affects your mental health by getting enough sleep. And then um, we mentioned also uh, mindfulness is a, an easy one. And it can range from anything from just taking a minute to do some box breathing or, um, you know, just focusing on what seven, four, eight breathing where you um, breathe in, hold and then let it out. Or um, you, you breathe in a picture, a box in a certain you go breathe up across, breathe out, down, hold um, and just getting your mind into a space where you can just pause for a moment and relieve some stress. And then that last thing, which I I mentioned before, is get support early. You know, a lot of EAPs offer opportunities for you to get free um, sessions with a therapist or counselor. Um, and it, you don't have to be waiting until you are about to crack. Um, getting in early and managing symptoms before they overwhelm you is critical to maintaining health instead of reacting to mental illness. No, that's great, Melissa. Do you have anything else to add for those who are listening that could help on their journey to mental wellness? Um, you know, I just want to reiterate the importance of focusing on it. We we parse apart the mental and physical health, but when it comes down to it, our bodies are so interconnected, and uh, it's really impossible to say you can have one without the other. That's great. Well, thanks again for joining us today. Um, we want to um, just tell everyone to have a great day. Stay tuned for our next Keely Life podcast and stay healthy, my friends. 